The 2023-24 hockey season is in full swing, and your Dallas Stars need you at American Airlines Center to help bring the intensity. Shot, tip, score! Don't miss your chance to experience the electrifying environment that Texas hockey has to offer this season. From huge hits to savage saves, American Airlines Center is the place to be as the Stars look towards the Stanley Cup. Secure your seats today at DallasStars.com. Welcome to the Podman Rush, the official podcast of the Dallas Stars, presented by Kingsville Brewery. Let's join the rush with your host, Daryl Razor Ray. Episode number seven should be episode nine after last night's announcement. More on that, but first, so happy to have joining me this week on the Podman Rush, a man who is the quintessential individual to have on for Thanksgiving week, the president of the Dallas Stars Foundation, an incredible all-star goaltender for the Stars back in, I guess it would be like the aughts, I think that's what they call it, and the driving force behind Kingsville Brewing. Yes, it's Marty Turco. Hello, my friend. This is pretty good. I'm ready. To, I'm excited. Finally have me on here, buddy. What's taking so long? Before we talk your giving, mm-hmm. the Stars organization is giving Mike McDonald the ultimate honor, even beyond his number nine being retired. They are erecting a statue of Mo on the PNC Plaza in March. He will balance out the Dirk statue and be immortalized forever. Marty, you played with Mike. Obviously, I covered him, but you played with him. What What do you feel he meant and means to this franchise? You know, that's not being just just this side of everything. To be honest, um, he's what he's what this franchise needed. It's uh, what this city got, and. And taking a step back this far, being retired personally and not having played with him since we both left the Stars organization 13 years ago, um, you know, he's just that symbol. You know, he's he's the, you think of the Dallas Stars, pretty much everybody thinks of Mike Madonna and uh, might be other things, but he's always in the conversation as he should be. Um, You know, when you move south in 93, you need a, you need a high flying, good looking scoring machine, mm-hmm. and, and and he was he was that. Um, the jer- jersey flap aside, you know what a just an icon in the in the sport period. A lot a lot of people looked up to him, even his peers, and that's the one thing that I always I always um, gravitated towards. People would say, you know, I love watching Mike McDonald skate, and uh, you know that was this thing, and getting to practice and play with him for 12 years that, uh, you know, from the two cup runs through our last game, um, was, was awesome. And so it's kind of, uh, you know, probably a little overdue this one, but, um, nonetheless, the, the statue is, is coming and, um, it was a great reception at the game. Really good. Yeah. I'm, I'm really curious to see what exactly it looks like. Like the Dirk one, (laughs) you know, nailed it, right. That's what the Dirk, statue has to be it has to be that one-legged fadeaway uh with mike it'll be interesting he he, yeah. he wouldn't give me any concrete hints last night but they know what it's going to be it'll be gorgeous it, it'll be just tremendous it really I will mean, 
everything he does is is it is gorgeous, you know. Um, I'm glad it's br- hopefully it's bronzed and as they usually are because he's he was bronzed pretty much all season long <laughs> when we played with him. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't he? I was always like, why is this guy got the best tan ever? But uh, yeah. little, be, little, he'll, he'll have a George Hamilton glow to him. <laughs> uh, and and well deserved. He just uh, man, he, he he looks great now. He's he's healthy and happy. Yeah. At, uh, it'll be it'll be great for our franchise in the city to um, get this thing up and erected. Yeah, Omri Armini is the artist and he's done so many, he did Dirks. He's done so many of the really well done, iconic statues outside of arenas around. I think it's global, but it's certainly in North America. And uh, he was there last night. So it'll be, it'll be a spectacular thing in March for Mike. So, so happy for him. Uh, mm-hmm. He's foundational, but the work your department stars foundation Speaking of foundationals, continues to do is I'd like to spotlight this week. You've done so many uh, great things. The the Cowboys have their red kettle kickoff drive. They always have that during this week. They play the Thanksgiving uh, game. the The Dallas Stars Foundation it, it's it's year round, right, Marty? And are there any big initiatives for the? for like the holidays that you have on the horizon, I don't want you to let the cat out of the bag. If there's big announcements coming, I don't want to steal the thunder, but um, maybe you can give us kind of a a cliff notes version of, of what you guys have going on and we'll get more into what you have done in St. Phillips and what have you. We do. We always, we always do. And and it changes sometimes. And um, you know, being a great team sport and um, just vital to our community uh, with the work that we do, our holidays is an important time. And, uh, I mean, I love the holidays because of family and, and friends and food and, and, um, so our toy drives, um, have, have, we've always done it. Um, and you know, Robo does some, it's important to him too. So he's got an initiative coming up that, uh, if you don't know about, you'll see real soon. Uh, we got a game in the works too in December, a fun one after a game and, um, so yeah, you'll, you'll get more details, but it is, it is, it is so special, which means that the, the need for, um, the us's of the world to help out our community for those in need that don't have family or food or shelter, um, or can't afford the toys. It's, it is our job, you know, it has been a privilege, but it's our job to step up and help those as, as much as we can. And I've always said, and, uh, I know you feel the same way if there's just more, more, time in the day and, and, and more hands to help out, uh, we could do a lot more, but, uh, we are proud of what we've been able to do in this holiday, um, time we'll be with the vigor and spirit and we'll help as much as we can again. You did a ton of charity work as a player. I know the the guys now do it, uh, you and, and Chelsea and your department help kind of hold hands and, and, uh, do the framework with that. But it's a lot of it's the, some of it's player, uh, initiated and certainly it's, it's their time and very busy schedules and that. And it just seems like such a hockey player thing. But I, I remember back when you were playing, it, it seems so natural for you to help out and give back. Where, where did that attitude come from with you? You know, I always, um, I can never leave out my parents and, and my, my, my dad was a social guy. He, he would give by just 
you know, his time, the smile, and the Gino Mints, and just making people feel like a million bucks. Um, that was his gift. But my mom, particularly as a hairdresser, you know, I, I witnessed it without knowing it. And, um, you know, I was the baby. And so when I got old enough, she went back to work. And and I still just remember times of me helping out. And so I was around the salon and, and her work. And, and I got to see her go, um, you know, go to you know, older ladies houses and, and go fix their hair. And, and she, you know, she liked to have her hair done too as well. And, and so people who, you know, couldn't drive there, or, you know, couldn't afford it, didn't have a car or, you know, wasn't feeling well, was sick or, or whatever the case. And she, if they asked, she always would. And she didn't charge them anything. And she would just go there and known to, from a woman's perspective to, you know, to do their hair, to make them feel good and give them, confidence and um and give them time you know it's a be mm -hmm. kind of therapeutic to have that conversation and so you know that little thing and it just it always stuck with me without not knowing it and um it really the force you know in me now was was cemented and and really initiated at university of michigan uh, what they do um you know with the hospital there it's you know the children's hospital in in ann arbor is huge um you know it's globally, you know, acclaimed and, and for the student athletes to get up there, you know, in our busy schedules of playing sports. And, and so anyway, that was just that, those are the times that we had that, you know, time I got here in Dallas, of what, you know, your wife started, the players um, were already doing. I mean, for me, it was Brian Scrudlin. Uh, I got to see Blake Sloan as a teammate of mine in Michigan. Uh, obviously, you know, Mike Madonna was everywhere and, and not just for the nonprofit side, but um, you know, using his image and likeness to help promote our game and, and the community. And so that it was just, it was, it was natural. And, you know, it was always taught in me to give back and, and to leave the, leave the community and your, your neighborhood, the way you found it a little bit better when you leave. And, um, I didn't know this was going to be home while I was playing here. I had a good idea. I didn't know it'd be 20 plus years into yeah. uh, living here and, um, it is, this is home for us. My whole professional career has been here in Dallas, you know, pretty much exclusively. And, um, um, we put down our roots. I give my wife a lot of credit for not having family around and you know what it's like to, you know, raise family without them here, which I, I do cherish our family, but, uh, uh, we made that decision. And so being, uh, a small part of our community and making it better is something that's very personal and endearing to me. It seems like the players today are are not that much different than your era or even before that, where they they find time. They they almost seek it out to to help out. It's just sort of a hockey player. It's it's probably not just a hockey player thing, but it seems very hockey player to me. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I I mean I think I, I know it is. Um I, I get to hear it now you know, what our players do in the community, the difference that it makes and, and, and uh, the chatter, um, you know, parents of kids or corporations that see our, our, our players, you know, just want to give back. And, and I, I honestly, I, th I think it's changing. I think the the players are the ones drive are the driving force behind the change mm -hmm. where, where, um, you know, before we've, we've, we've historically hockey set a, you know, very tight to the vest and not allowed in locker room and our time is super valuable. And, you know, we need to go play and winning is the most important need to thing. focus. Yes. Yeah. And, and it still is that way. Of course. I mean, this business has never been bigger and brighter 
across the board at the NHL, but you know, even specifically here in Dallas. But um, I think the credit's got to go to, I mean, the players for for wanting to make difference and and knowing that their time is valuable, but being mindful of it. And then, uh, you know, next in line is you know hockey ops to you know allow uh, our players right. to do it right. And if if you don't have their you know their blessing or their understanding that uh, this is what we're not asking the players to do. They want it. They genuinely want to do this. And so you you are right. It is a hockey player thing. It's a stars thing. And, um, you know, just warms my heart that uh, you don't have to ask. They just, they come to us. And, uh, and so it's a, it's a great change uh, happening right before our very eyes. Yeah. They're good at multitasking nowadays. I think everybody is, but certainly hockey players aren't. Speaking of that, Kingsville. Yeah. How did your involvement start with that how's it going and how much product will i get with this marriage <laughs> um, you, you get whatever you want you know that razor um yeah. well i mean it's not even to go too back too much into the history but my cousin and i started it and you know this is kind of a hockey thing too right like you, you know you and i have drank enough free beer what, in our beer? lifetime <laughs> we've had enough free beer in our lifetime whether yeah, you're in canada you you're, you're coconut and molson or you know the budweiser products that we inhaled over the years and um you know it's a hard sport you need to have a few beers every now and then Got to rehydrate for crying out loud yeah it's you know it's, it's a hot place texas is and so my cousin mm-hmm. you know speaking of hockey right i'm at the university of michigan and my cousin was there when i broke the record for the most wins um i had him skate with us in the summer times and you know, he's the only real athlete around my age and my family. And I just, I did, we didn't grow up together. And I was like, where is this kid? Like I see this little sporty dude and I don't see him anymore. What happened? And, and so when we got reconnected, you know, my college days, he lived in Windsor and, uh, you know, well, it's really close. And, and so when I retired, he's like, man, like he's game with future NHLers. And when I go to Joe Lewis arena, even though you got smoked every game, <laughs> he's like, he's like, they treated me like royalty. Well, we did. No, yeah. I just threw that part in there because it's true. Um, yeah. Won a lot of hockey games there, just not professionally. Speaking. Yeah, yeah. But you know, he, he he was super tight with the people in that in that arena because you know I'd let him in and introduce him to everybody, and and you know he'd show up my parties at you know our house parties in college, and, and you know he'd be like Greasy and Woodson and Tom Brady showing up, and he goes to you as just your friends, but. He goes, man, the memories you created. So he made me beer. That's how the whole thing started. Now we're seven beers in, by the way. Our our Mexican uh, lager has got approved. We're waiting on our hazy IPA. But um, we we started it. I just told him, I'm like, hey, listen, man, my street cred's in Texas. If we're going to do this, we got to do it big. And it's got to come down there at some point. And so we are here. And, and um, you know, dream come true for me to say that, um, you know, we are going to sponsor this podcast and uh, yes. have my one of my favorite human beings uh, ah. get to talk about it. It's not just drink it, but just enlighten everybody of how amazing it is. And it's ah. uh, very close to their fingertips and lips very soon. I told Heike, who's on here uh, frequently, almost every week, that we will we will split our our fee uh, 50-50. So it 50-50 of zero is, <laughs> is a perfect split between the uh, two of us. But we appreciate well, you and and uh and putting your your uh beer on our on our little podcast. So it's wonderful. What is it about what is it about our uh 
our former players in alcohol. What does it say? You beer, Moro tequila, Belfour whiskey. Yeah, there's. I'm sure there's others out there too. And yeah, definitely across the hockey world. What is it? I'm, I don't know. It's just a, it's a space that, uh, you know, we're not we're not pioneers in this space by any means, and it's super super competitive. Like, get into what you know. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> right. I, I'm. I'm you know, I work on hockey business side. I run the Stars Foundation. <laughs> like this is this is what I know, and um, apparently beer is too. I don't know how to make it for the record. I just pay for that. Know how to um, drink it. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah. and love the marketing and side. Distribute. Yeah, you know, I'm a sales yeah. sales personality. So uh, yeah. that's good. Things are great. We're we're hiring a CEO. Really excited about it. Raising money. Um, we got one domino to fall in Canada, just in the on the on the business side. Awesome. We, really think it's going to happen. And so um, great opportunity to be part of the stars and, and with you and uh, this is my life, you know? And so having these two collide is a, it's a really cool feeling. We, we very much appreciate it. We really do. And uh, you can give the gift of, of beer of suds with Marty Turco's Kingsville. You can also give the gift of hockey this holiday season with the Dallas stars holiday hat trick choose from three great plans get two tickets to three stars games a dallas stars branded sleeved blanket the sleeved blanket marty and much much more shop now at dallastars.com slash holiday hat trick you have any of those sleeved blankets no but i got them on order i mean it is the gift that keeps giving my fireplace is on today i can't wait to get home well, you can uh, you can be all wrapped up in that thing, and mm. and your arms are still free. You're still dexterous to grab your Kingsville, mm-hmm. maybe some snacks, and consume us on uh, Stars broadcast. There you go. Look at that. That's how it's done. Speaking of Stars and and Stars broadcast, how do you watch as a as a former player, as a fan, as an employee, sporadically? How do mm-hmm. you consume us? Um, I consume a lot. <laughs> Um, you know, most games as people are at American Airlines Center can attest to, I'm I'm all over the place. Um, try to move between whistles and TV timeouts and periods. Um, so it's hard to watch like the actual game and keep tabs on what's going on or. Well, because I've been around for so long, I feel, I feel like I, I don't get into the, you know, because I don't watch every second of every play and see those ebbs and flows. I, I feel like I get a really great sense of, of, you know, the overall sentiment of the game. So when there is momentum yeah. changes, I feel it and I see it because when I'm watching, I'm like, well, that, that it's, it's just, it's changed. And, um, and, and so I just get like more of a 30,000 foot view of it and, and, uh, I'm heavily biased and invested in it. And, you know, you always got your favorite players to watch. You got, you know, but, I keep an eye on the goalies for sure. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Do you watch it though as a like through players' eyes, like through a player's eyes? Are are you enough removed now that you can look at it differently when you watch a game? Uh, there's a few things that'll never get away from me being an ex player, ex goalie. Um, you know, probably making excuses for all goalies. <laughs> this is oh yeah, one, one that I want on a breakaway. Oh, I hear yeah. you. <laughs> I'm there. Uh, exactly. So, but I think now it's. Um, you know, I look at it from the entertainment perspective. Sure. And, you know, the our, our our franchise, right? What it means to the group. 
And, and, and really what, you know, this year being, you know, 14 and a half thousand season ticket holders and our business mm. has never been better to have a team that, that for the first time in a long time mir- mirrors that like with their confidence. Um, I mean, with four lines with, you know, our steady D and two goalies, like it just, it is, it just feels fantastic walking into the American Airlines Center, uh, watching them on TV or seeing them here at the office in Frisco. Um, they just got a, they got a way about them. And, um, uh, this franchise is, and no offense to anybody else before, <laughs> you know, including myself. Um, I can't say it's ever been better and it's, it's a real joy to be around and, and, and not perfect by any means. There's, there's, you know, every faculty, every department, every player, every line, every deep pairing, they may, and everybody can be a little bit better too, which is, mm. um, Great to say. I don't think we're peaking, but we are. Uh, I agree. We're all humming on. Everyone's humming to the to you know, to really good, um, to really good accolades, and uh, it's well deserved. So goaltending, I, I've long wanted to get your full blush uh, evaluation, if you want to call it that, of Jake, who's had such a spectacular start to his young career. What, what what do you see? What do you appreciate in Jake Ottinger when you watch him? Uh, it's I, I wasn't I wasn't playing in the NHL at his age, you know. So I just in awe of of because I know how hard it is for young goaltenders to have sustained success at this age and to let it roll off his back like a duck, um, you know, which is a sign of all goalies, but particularly the great ones, they can do it. Um, so when he has a bad game or a bad week. Um, he can get that thing back, but his athleticism for his size is, is fantastic. You you know, you could tell they work on just being quiet and less is more. And, and, you know, if he gets to his spots, he's usually has great success. It's, you know, when he's moving, it's hard, but that's the case for everybody. And, you know, I don't know what it's like to be your guys' size. Right. And, and I was a mover and shaker because I had to just to get to my spots and, and cut down angles a little bit more and uh, played a little bit differently, but, uh, with with him, um, he's just he's just fun to watch, and you could tell with him his demeanor, his style of play, and his success that how much it means to that bench. And you can almost cut it with a knife that um, that he just you know he loses confidence, and he makes everyone else believe. And and those times when you're like you know you look back at the goaltender, and you're like you don't have to worry, and it just seems like there's no worry from him and therefore there's no worry from anybody else in that locker room. And, um, we got a good one and, you know, there's lots he can, he can improve on and he's working on it. And, um, but just to be that young, that composed, uh, and that good and not let it get to his head. I'll tell you, it's really impressive and he deserves a lot of credit. We talked about this the other day, you and I did a, a luncheon together and man, there are franchises that never figure out their goaltending. <laughs> like it's a search forever. Mm-hmm. And and then there is the stars. I mean, the lineage of stellar netminders that have played here, including yourself, but prior to you and now post you, is incredible. Like I remember a, a, an entire generation of LA Kings where they, they, they could never f- figure out a goaltender. They could never get a guy. And then Jonathan Quick came along. And then, boom, a couple Stanley Cups. Funny how that works. Uh, And there's organizations right now, you know, my old organization, the Oilers, they 
I mean, they're in that rut where they have all these other attributes, two of the best players on the planet up front, and yet there are question marks over and over at that position. It's unreal how uh, fortunate and what a luxury it's been, I think, here in, in Dallas to have the caliber of net mining they've had for 30 years. Yeah, yeah, literally for 30. There's been, yeah. a, been good goalies on this team. And, um, you know, I, I think a lot of that, the the in-betweens, which there was, wasn't any, um, you know, for a long time we had defensive-minded teams, and that certainly helps. Right. Just, more alluding to Edmonton than anything, <laughs> they could go. They could use some help. They could use some help. But I mean, some structure. But I mean, even Fierzy, like you know, his numbers other than wins weren't amazing. But the guy was a money goalie, no and money. those cups are. I mean, his demeanor was so. I mean, you're the one that played with him, so I'm just regurgitating your words. You're, never seen it like. But I've you never know, seen anybody like him. I think at one no. point I counted. There's there's something like almost 20 years of just. There's three of us, <laughs> you know, like, you yeah. know, when Eddie yes. and I took over for Eddie and then Kari had a fantastic run. I mean, Kari's got more, yes. w- more wins than Eddie does here in this franchise. And, and he had to live through part of that era where they weren't exactly buckled down defensively. So he, he I mean, the he, other side of it somewhat. He, he stole more games than anybody in this franchise's history. Um, <laughs> what a treat to watch. I remember... You know, when he got here, I was like, yep, game's changed. Okay, time to move on. <laughs> put big man, put his feet in the post, and he still was limber. Yeah. He's so limber. And, uh, but what a, we are, we're, we are spoiled to have a great run. And, and you know, I think Kari to Bish, and then, you know, you got Anton, who's, you know, supposed to be a backup, busy starter, bam, Stanley Cup finals. And so, Draft Jake has just been um, probably shouldn't have been surprised. I think to your point, uh, the tandem is is really good here now too with with Scott Wedgwood. Did did you have a favorite partner all the way through your career? <laughs> you know, I had so many. Um, you know, I, was, I thought about it years ago, and I was like, that's, that's, is that, should I take that personal? <laughs> like, I had a, all these backups. <laughs> you know, was it, was it me? Um, I mean, my favorite because he's a dear friend is Mike Smith. And, and he lived at the house and he was such a twice in his second year. He's like, can I move in again? That was a lot of fun. I'm like, I know kid, <laughs> my fridge is full. And, uh, we had a great time. Johan Hedberg was a real treat yeah. to have. What a pro. Yeah. At one point I, I, I said, Hey, you make me look bad. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like every day I get here, which I, you know, oftentimes the first one, I never beat you here and you're already sweating running five miles on the treadmill. Um, but he was a gamer. He was a ton of fun. Really enjoyed being around him. Introduced me to my now, my, you know, Dave Art, the paint, the mask painter. Uh, he's the guy that did the moose. And so we had some good ones. I mean, Tugger was fantastic for an older guy. And, you know, Tugger. Dan Ellis around uh, as well. So we, yeah. we, we had some, we had some good ones there over the years. And, um, but I liked them all. Um, uh, they all, you know, goalies are a different breed, but we, we had some good ones roll through here. Speaking of mass, have you kept any of yours or most of yours or how um, you- Yeah, I'd say most of them in in the latter half of my stars days onward, all of them, outside of one, Brent Seabrook took one, asked for one really? in Chicago. I know. That's like, that's, I'm like, no one's ever asked me. I mean, Would you just freak out, panic and say, sure. Well, I had three in Chicago because we had a, we had a third jersey, an old retro jersey. 
the the really primitive um, black right. head. Yeah, it was a great mask. And I, I see him, I give him crap now. He's like, "Do you really want it back?" I'm like, "No, I'm just busting your chops, buddy." But uh, <laughs> I have them all. And back in the day, you know, Sudsy and Smitty, uh, they would they'd say, "All right, listen, you sign one, I'll give we'll give you the other one," because they paid for it all, paint job included. So once I started making a little bit of money, I would buy the mask myself. And then Dave Art, when I, I first used him in the Olympics in 06, and then after that, um, a lot of players started getting their masks painted by Dave. And he's in Stockholm, Sweden. Yeah. And, I mean, Lundqvist used them, but I was the first North American. And so he gave me a lot of credit. And he you know, thought I helped him get so many jobs that he actually painted all my stuff for free. And uh, Really? Yeah. And he still does. I, you know, I had one made a couple of years ago. I was on Team Fear in the Hall of Fame game, and you know, he's like, oh, "I got one of your own masks. I'll uh, paint it." And he sent it. Never charged me. And um, I, he's, I mean, he's the best in the world, in my opinion. Yeah. And uh, there's a reason why a lot of guys use him. But uh, he's a good dude. And so I, you know, I, I do. I've, I probably have eighteen masks laying around from wow. And my the last display one I have, those, brother. I got them in the office. You know, up at home. Um, the, was it your idea for the gargoyles or was it, was it Dave? No, no, it wasn't. I had Ray Bishop out of Michigan first and I never oh, had, okay. a, I never had to have a mask painted. Um, a couldn't afford one when I was a kid and we just wore, you know, Uber helmets with cages like Hashik. And then uh, I went to junior in Cambridge and got a mask. Like it was there, stock one. It, was, it looked like the cage was painted about nineteen times, so I was barely see, I could barely see through the through the holes. And then I went to Michigan, right? I had the painted, I had the winged helmet as a paint job, so I never had to put thought into it. And I turned pro, and uh, he, we sat down. I'm like, I was, you know, talk of brick walls and blah, blah blah. And he's like, he's like, well, and he explained a gargoyle. He's like, I was going to paint a gargoyle. He's like, I'm a gatekeeper, a net protector. I'm like, well, metaphorically, it makes sense. Let's do it. And, you know, it wasn't one for Dungeons and Dragons or anything, but <laughs> Gargoyle became my thing. And uh, you wouldn't believe the stuff I got in the mail over the years from fans and Gargoyle lovers. Um, I got stuff. You were before everywhere. your time. You were before House of Dragons. <laughs> I know, right? I yeah. was. But uh, that, you know, got it, stuck with it, and um, became, you know, just part of my very fabric of my life. I was flattered. Uh, Kari Lettinen's buddy from Finland was over here and he's a huge mask collector in that. And he, he, they just wanted to drop by and see one of my old masks. And, uh, he, he had made a replica of mine, of mine. I get everyone else, not me. Uh, oh, yeah. and he asked if I would sell one of my old masks and I was just like, no, I don't have that many. I'm not, I'm not moving <laughs> them on. I'm, I'm holding what, on to them. Which one did he do? The Hartford one? Yeah. 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 That was a good yeah. one. Yeah, it was. I enjoyed that one. Uh, mm -hmm. Last time you donned the tools, tools of ignorance, as they were known, or goalie gear, when's the last <laughs> time you played? That Hall uh, of Fame? Uh, I think I tried once. Probably a, probably an alumni game here at American Island Center. But um, I couldn't move. I was doing <laughs> barrel rolls because of my hip. But the, my right. hip's been replaced in... I'm going to give it this whole season. Are your season. days over or are you going to go back in there again? It feels so good, to be honest with you. I'm going to give it a year. So it was in the spring last this year. So I'll, wait till, I'll probably wait till next season to give it a whirl. Um, I just get make sure I got full mobility because, as you know, 
when you the brain doesn't know I got a new hip and thinks I can probably do what I used to do, which is <laughs> hip or no hip is not the case. So um, I think pick, I think that's pickleball all yeah all encompassing. Yeah, Everyone thinks they're eighteen as they play it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Quite a sport. Uh, hey, you had a storied career with the Michigan Wolverines. You guys ever steal anything while you were at Michigan? No. <laughs> Just stole. We just stole a lot of uh, stole a lot of hearts. No and, signs. Uh, Something like that uh, nature. No. <laughs> no. Free Harbaugh. Come on, leave the guy. <laughs> Free the man. I've never. I've never defended him, even though he's winning. I, you know, I, I know him. He's a crazy man, but um, I think just this he whole acts season, nuts in his press conferences. He looks certifiable when yeah, he's in he, his he, press conferences. He, he he is, and 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 I don't think he does it by design. That is literally he is. He's, he he could have been a goalie. How about that? He's a whack job. Yeah. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Look, I had I had pads that were 15 and a half inches wide. <laughs> <laughs> You're allowed 11 inches now. Each pad was 15 and a half inches oh, wide. How'd you walk? You like you know? You didn't. Yeah. <laughs> you waddled. Anyway, go blue, go Kingsville, go Stars Foundation, go Stars. Right, all this mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, I can't thank you enough for popping on, Marty. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Kelly, Haley, Caitlin, Finley, whole crew. Yeah. Everybody in for Thanksgiving? Uh, Haley had, she's coming Tuesday. Um, she's coming today. So yeah. it'll be great to have the crew. Big game against the uh, Buckeyes yes. on Saturday and a couple awesome Stars games this week. It's just it just feels good. A lot of sports, family, turkey. Um, we're looking forward to it. So thank you for having me, my friend. Yeah. No, you I think you you capsulize the moment for the stars on and off the ice right now perfectly, where it does feel like there's some synergy between, you know, business, community. Uh that building vibrates at every home game. Uh and the team is playing terrific. They're top five in the NHL in in uh, standings. If you just you should always just look at points percentage. They're mm-hmm. close to that, just in points. Uh, they've they've had a wonderful start to the season. So, a lot lot to be thankful for. I brought it all the way back around, Marty. How about that? Yeah, and I'd, I'd be remiss to be. Just even outside of hockey, I mean, Texas, North Texas, Dallas, how wonderful the state is doing um, economically, philanthropically, uh, a lot of work to be done. But uh, our franchise is mirroring where we are in time. And so, uh, I mean, Rangers win, Cowboys are kicking butt, Mavs, great. Like, it just, yeah, we'll enjoy it while we got it for us. A lot to be thankful for, for sure. So happy Thanksgiving to Chris and you guys. Yeah. Enjoy it, my man, and we'll see you soon. And and thanks, obviously, to Kingsville being on board. And happy Thanksgiving to you, Stars fans and Podman rushers. So gobble, gobble. Bang. You've been on the Podman Rush with Daryl Razor Ray, presented by Kingsville Brewery, an official production of the Dallas Stars. To stay up to date on all things Texas hockey, visit DallasStars.com or download the official Dallas Stars app today. Come on, come on. It's over. <laughs> hey, it's Jake Ottinger. That 
Puck rolled out in front, and a save made by Andrew. Andrew never gave up on it. Did you know there's a digital home for Texas hockey? Download the official Dallas Stars app powered by AT&T to access and easily manage your tickets. Plus, receive access to exclusive in-app contests, streaming, and so much more. Download it now in the App Store and Google Play Store by searching Dallas Stars. The official Dallas Stars app is the only way to manage your Stars tickets.